New tricks. Oh, dogs. Old dogs. My dogs are barking today. New tricks. Can't find a bit of dog it's the old dogs new tricks podcast here's kaikuyu and joey kc and jp hey welcome in to the old dogs new tricks podcast my name is joey peppin kaikuyu calhoun and we are the old dogs that's for sure episode yeah. what have we got 21 now 21 yeah we're legal <laughs> legal oh, <laughs> you God, thought the same thing then yeah. Le- yeah the legal episode the legal 21. episode interesting 21 a year plus you said we've been doing this a year plus. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually remember when our first one was, but I think it was last uh, summer. So we've been doing it a while. I, I, we could look back. I could check my computer. But nah, nah. We, we wait till we get a stat guy, stat boy, yeah. <laughs> somebody. Yeah. Hey, can you check and see when our uh, first episode was there, uh, yeah. Jimmy? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, my daughter went over to WSU for the music major for a day, you know, studying or, you know, looking at the, the school. And mm. uh, she met this kid who, who went to Curtis. And uh, she told my, my wife and her told him about me, you know, mm-hmm. I got us to have a studio and all that. And this kid reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, I'm Demetrius and blah, blah, blah. Any, uh, you have any chance for uh, for an internship? Because he lives in UP. <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, yeah, if you want to come edit my, you know, edit my shit and you know, right, give right. me coffee, sure. He was like, sure. So I'm, I might have an intern next time. That's cool, man. So then we will have a have a, a, yeah. stat, a stat guy. <laughs> stat, stat boy. Stat boy. Stat boy. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah, that should be cool. Te- be cool. Teaching a youngster something, too? Yeah, yeah I used to, when I worked in radio, uh, I had a lot of interns. Um, I used to have like a, um, almost like a, 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 a harem, <laughs> if you will. You know, like yeah. they would all follow me around and I'd be like, okay, this is up because I, you know, I, right, right, I, that's right. how I learned too. So. Yeah, yeah, that's I think cool, we man. talked about that before, but it's hard to remember because I don't listen back to our podcasts uh, very often. Yeah, so. what, uh, Corey. Yeah, with Corey Disson, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Corey was right. talking about and how he does it yeah. and everything. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty uh, cool listening to how, you know, he, uh, he was saying even beyond all the technical aspects of radio, mm-hmm. just teaching them how to be on time right. and all that other stuff right. that you're really focusing on with them, right. which was, uh, that was a cool, I, I enjoyed that conversation. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's you right up my that. alley with uh, whipping youngsters in the shape. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody yeah. got to. So. Somebody has to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so Because we both believe that the children are the future. And all that. <laughs> yeah, you got to teach them. Teach them well. I'm not going to let them lead the way, though. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, you know, no, they ain't ready. <laughs> no, they ain't ready right, ready right now. Right now. Right, so uh, we had ourselves a uh, successful, I would say it was a successful show at the Valley uh, last week, or yep. whenever that was. I, I, La- I was thinking about that day, man. Was that like just last, th- yeah. it was last Thursday. Last Thursday. But it seems, to me, it seems like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the, the comedians we had on there were, were good. It was fun. And uh, I had seen uh, Birunji before uh, on open mics, but I had never actually seen him do a, a full set. Man, yeah. he did not disappoint. Man. Full set's totally, totally different, yeah, isn't it, man? It sure is. Yeah. He brought it, man. He brought it. He he made us uh, he made us look good. Even my sister was like, man, that last dude was so funny. Yeah, yeah. Birunji, uh, I did a show with him in Seattle at Connect. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Had seen him at Mike's. Hadn't seen him at a show. Mm-hmm. Had a pretty good set. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That might be the best set of the night. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. got up. I was like, okay, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that wasn't the best set of the night, nope. man. And uh, nope. 
He's yeah. his storytelling, man. You yeah. know, he's like in Africa, we tell stories. That's what. Yeah. He's just so comfortable in his storytelling. It's, it it almost seems like he's not doing a bit at right. times, man. Right. He's just really comfortable with his storytelling, right. man. And yeah. it, it, when he was talking about, uh, you know, people getting into his car, being an Uber driver. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to ruin his jokes, but yeah, yeah. yeah. He had good. some. I would ruin him if I told him, but uh, he's got some good stuff. Yeah, Enjoy some had, had, had some 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 good. Yeah, everybody did well, man. Yeah, Stephanie well, would. You know, I didn't know that was this was her first time yeah. on stage after. I, sir. I didn't she know never even met. I was like, "Are you going to be okay?" Right. So I thought she was back into the groove. I right. didn't know this was her first first time. I was like, "Oh wow!" She didn't, yeah. she didn't show any rust as far as no. I could oh tell. no, 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 no. She brought no, it. No, she, she was. She, and her her a lot of her comedy is physical. Yeah. When she act out, so I'm like, "You're gonna be able to do that one thing <laughs> that you do," <laughs> and she did it. She was committed <laughs> to it. That, I was like, "She's gonna need a new hip." After yeah, that. yeah, and, yeah. And she was committed to a it. new new hip after yeah, that. Man. Yeah. So well, um, you know, while we're dishing out compliments, how did uh, how did the host do for the first time ever? I was gonna ask you what you. I'm not even gonna. say how, how did you feel oh yeah it? i hosted that's right how'd you um, feel about it i felt great man it felt yeah. you know um i think the one thing not one thing but one of the things about uh, doing stand-up is the time you know like you're always worried about the time you don't want right. you don't want to run the light and all that right and uh you know i i no one had a time on me i had a, an idea of how long it was going to be i didn't feel rushed um, and I didn't put a time on anybody who was up there because right. we had a cancellation. So I'm like, well, right. whatever you, you know, we can stretch and who cares? We only had, you know, X amount. Right, so, right, right, right. And I told everybody, if you wanted to go a little longer, go ahead. The only person that went a little short was you. Yeah. And I knew I was going to go short because I had planned to go short uh-huh. uh, because Barunji was going to go longer. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I practice it. And I don't know if this sounds like cocky or whatever, but it normally comes out how I practice it as far yeah. as the time. Even sure. I thought I went really short. Then I look back, okay, man, I was like eight, nine minutes or yeah. something like yeah. that. But I thought I was, to me, when I was done, I'm like, seemed like I've been up here like five minutes. That's why I told you, like, I think I forgot half my stuff. But then I looked back. I did everything that I practiced. So, yeah, man, it was just you, a blur. It was fun, though, you know, like getting up there and being able to uh, to riff on, the, on who, you know, whoever did the jokes or right, whoever, right. as they were coming up. You know, I wrote some intros. And I, it was funny when you were like, he pulled me up. I, coming up, you know, I coo you. And he's like, I don't remember anything I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, you'll be fine. You'll it's been be a fine. long time since I walked up and was like, what set was I gonna do tonight? But oh. I'm saying is at that moment I'm like, damn, I don't remember. And then and as soon as you get and on. then as soon as you get on, it comes yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fear is, what happens if it doesn't come back <laughs> right. though, man? Right. But no, I thought I thought uh, you kept the energy up. I liked how you interacted with the crowd, your sister mm-hmm. um, as yeah. well. You know what I mean? That sure. that was cool. Specific bits on on, on her. Yeah, yeah. Or well, even when, even right when you started. I think you was telling her to turn the music off. I don't, y'all was singing. Uh, yeah, I, was, I can't remember what I cut. I was singing either. But it, was, uh, some, it was some 80s, yeah, 90s. Some rock. Yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, cut or whatever. Y'all were going back and forth. That yeah. was cool. And that kind of gets the crowd, you sure. know, into it, man. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't wasn't expecting to sing on that mic, but, you know, there's a mic in front of me. What am I going to do? Right. I'm going to sing. Right, right, yeah. right, right. It was cool. Yeah. So, we got a good show coming up today, uh, episode 21. Uh, you've been following baseball at all? Uh, through you, yeah, that's right. Because that's right. You don't, you don't, you know, you don't, you don't follow 
professional sports as as like I used to. Uh, right. I'm, I'm 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 in a we're we're we're, we're fighting right now. Right. Me and professional yeah. sports. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it sounds like someone's got a gambling problem. <laughs> yeah. So our guest today is an old friend of mine um, who is in the world of sports. Uh, Gary Hill Jr. is going to be on the show here pretty soon. Um, well, hopefully, I gave, I said his name. Hopefully, he calls in. Then he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't stiff us. But he is the uh, producer engineer for the Mariners radio broadcast, and I've, I've known him for a long, long time. And being as how the World Series were on the cusp of it, I thought that would be a pretty good show. And um, our podcast is the Old Dogs New Tricks. And so this is you know he's he's an old dog like us, and he's right. kind of doing a new thing um, that similar to what he's always been doing, but it, you know what he calls a dream job. So I think that'll be interesting to people. Even if you're not a big sports fan or baseball fan, I, I have a feeling that uh, we'll have a pretty interesting conversation with uh, Gary Hill. Yeah, I want to talk to anybody who's doing a dream job, their dream right. job. Right. Um, because I don't know. I don't, my dream job is to do nothing. That's my dream <laughs> job. So, so I don't know if I'll ever have a dream. So if you're like really doing your, is this your, is voiceover? Is that your dream job? Yeah. I mean, that's been my dream job for some well, time. Okay. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't, it doesn't always work out. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure when we talk to Gary, we'll, we'll be able to, you know, get some stories from right, him right, about, right. you know, some of the, the dreams that actually turn into nightmares. But, right. uh, you know, when you dream it, it's everything's great. Right. You know, right. Everything's right. great. You know, you're on top of the world. World, you know, you're never, you never have a cancellation. Everything's <laughs> smooth. Everything's smooth. Yeah, yeah I, got you, smooth. I got you. I got you. But yeah, man. I mean, to 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 be to be working from home and to have have uh, you know raise my daughter and doing what I do and, and and you know make a good living. It's it has been a dream for sure. Yeah, I feel blessed. Hashtag so blessed. Um, maybe I'm in my dream job. I don't know. Um, do you, have you ever had? Have you ever dreamt of what your dream job? I mean, do you? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, no, like, my dream job was to be an MC, man. That's seriously. That's all I ever wanted to be, man. Everything else was. This is what I need to do in order to live. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I, I, I've never. And and, and there's there plenty of days I should wake up and be like, "This is great," mm-hmm. but I, I don't. I don't have that in me, man. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, I don't know. And you're always telling me like you, you, you don't dream. You're not dreaming. You're not a big dreamer. You're like you're dreaming for the day or whatever. You're My like dreams are limited. Limited. Was, do you think that was that how you were growing up, or do you think that the military did that to you? Uh, I think it has a lot to do with growing up and uh, disappointment. Yeah. You know what I mean. Right. Um, thinking that we're gonna do this, and then when it didn't happen mm-hmm. or whatever, so it, it came a matter of. Uh, don't get your hopes up too high. I heard that a lot. Yeah. Hey, don't get your hopes up too high there, you know. So right. maybe I just kind of program it to uh, not get my hopes up too high. Right. Yeah. I got to listen for the phone to see if it's going to. Oh, oh yeah, I thought you heard something. Like, that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, th- that's, I think that's typical. You know, yeah. when you have, you, you know, we talked before about being sort of guarded people. Yeah. You know, and yeah. That, you know maybe you're guarding your dreams because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I want to. I want to be that guy. It's like, you know, hey, how was it today? How was it? Oh, loved it. Loved, but that it's just not my natural. Right reaction yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so yeah, well you know we're 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 conditioned on the you know the things that we know you know and the, the, our experiences so right you know, that's understandable yeah that's yeah understandable. yeah yeah but so uh are you enjoying like producing promoting the shows is that is that fun for you i mean like, yeah yeah that's fun i mean that's fun. I, you and i when we do that or when we've done that like we don't take any money like we're, it's right, not about right. the money it's nah. about trying to 
what it was the word like you know further the craft or whatever right, or like right. see some some younger comedians or newer comedians watching them do good things or whatever and have right. their you know have their dreams come true <laughs> right right yeah. Well, right. you, you say you like to help the young kids. So, I mean, maybe your dream is helping other kids, you know, other people live their dreams. That's what I'm know? saying. I do what I think should be, you know, all the elements of mm -hmm. here's the perfect job. Like, mm -hmm. I do that. It's just as far as the emotional response to it. Yeah, that, that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So, if it's my dream job, I should wake up and... And be, hey, you know, this is great, and this, and I, of course, like you're saying, not every day, but, but I don't, I don't, I, I just kind of go through it. I mean, I do it well, but I just kind of uh, go through it. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 me. You know, I have passion about it. I love the helping the people, but again, it's not waking up and saying, you know, I'm on fire for this. You know, when you see all the athletes and actors and things like that, they're always talking about that. You know, right. About. passion on fire yeah. things like that yeah maybe that's what it is the fire maybe that's it so yeah well you know it's sometimes it's hard to 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 get fired up when when you have been in the past and and it just ends up getting put out you know you know like i'm burning and some motherfucker comes in with a fire extinguisher and just that's all she wrote that's all she wrote yeah 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 wow man i took that to a little darker place didn't i man what's up Gary's on the phone for you. Oh, he, I can't hear the phone ring. He keeps calling. Oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Me too. Because I was. <laughs> sorry, I. Oh, oh, I, I didn't even know what he was looking at. I like, was oh, looking at. Yeah. Hey. So, Joey, I need to hang up downstairs. Yeah, that's fine. That's but fine. I'm like, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, Gary, I'm sorry, man. How you doing, man? Good. How's it going? Oh, it's good, man. I, we were we were in here talking, and and I, I forgot that when I uh, when I when I hit record, the 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 phone mutes. So <laughs> I kept hearing like a I kept hearing a click on the line. I'm like, and I go, is the phone ringing downstairs? And Casey's looking at me like, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> hey, uh, Gary Gary Hill Jr. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, man. Um, say hello to my my co-host. This is Casey Kaikuyu Calhoun. How are you? Hey, Gary. How you doing? Good to meet you. Doing good. Great to meet you. Uh, well, so, yeah, go ahead. Shut the door. Um, so the reason we wanted to have you on the podcast today, Gary, is I don't know, because I'm sure you're so familiar with my podcast, as is everybody. Um, our, uh, everyone <laughs> is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we... Uh, the premise of our show is, is is old dogs, new tricks, and you know we like to talk to people who are you know our our age who are trying new things, and uh, nece you not, not, aren't necessarily trying new things, but you have achieved you know at a at a I guess at a, a more advanced age than some people what you might consider your dream job um, as being. Let, let me introduce Gary Hill Jr. He is the producer, engineer, and play by play, sometimes play by play guy for the Seattle Mariners radio network. Right. Very cool. Right. It's pretty cool. So, would you say that this was your was your dream job, Gary? Yeah, I mean, from when I can remember as being a little kid, it's what I always wanted to do. And I grew up here. I mean, I was a Tacoma kid, so specifically, you know, it wasn't just I want to be a major league baseball play by play announcer. I want to be on the Mariners broadcast team. That was <laughs> the dream growing up. So. I know it's a little specific. Very, yeah, very. And, and I mean, it, as you're working through it, you, you realize like the odds of it actually happening are 
astronomical mm -hmm. against me, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's fair to say that was the dream job. I remember uh, as a kid, like a little kid, I would sit in my room. I invented like this dice game where roll the dice and like a double six would be a home run. And I had reams of notebooks where I would do these mock games. Like I would call these pretend <laughs> games of like, you know, the 87 Cardinals against the 87 Mariners playing in the World Series, stuff like that. Wow. But yeah, so it's been it's been the dream forever. Wow, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. man. We were just talking uh, before before you got on about, you know, how <coughs> you, people who have that dream, you know, and at, at such a high level are, are have this super narrow focus, you know, this this determination. And um, Casey and I determined that we probably don't really have that <laughs> as much as some <laughs> other people do, because I think part of our you know upbringing and 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 uh our background is we've we've been uh you know shit on upon uh, uh quite a few times uh, and so it's really hard to get your hopes up for sometimes and then to have it all come crashing oh and by the way uh gary this is an explicit podcast so i nice. apologize to your parents um as they, <laughs> if they're listening because you know uh being a, from the radio, I just like being behind the mic and swearing sometimes. So you have to bear, I know, have to bear with me. I don't. I don't know if I'm able to do it. Though. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. It's like I, I'm trained not to. It's going to be hard to break that. <laughs> well, because you know, I'll probably make a drop of it and like put it on Twitter and like this is nice. Gary Hill That'd Jr. saying right. saying that. Hey, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> so a little more background. I should I should uh, tell the listeners that uh, I have known Gary for so long that when I first knew him, I actually called him Gary Hill because yeah. uh, we were like. Like four years old or something like that cool, um, cool. In, in preschool uh, at the old, uh, what was it, Emmanuel Presbyterian or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, the old white church. And then, um, and I, you know, I was going to ask you, do you, do you remember anything from preschool? I mean, at all? Because not really. I remember, I remember where it was. I right. remember that, that church, right. but that is about it. Yeah. And, I think my parents still have like the class pictures and things. Oh my gosh! Cool. You know what? You if you can get if you can have them find that and, and send that yeah. to me so I can put that on our cover or whatever because that would be really funny because I, all I really nice. remember are what I have from photos. You know, there's some photos. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. And didn't we go? What wasn't Melanie Dammeyer in that in, in our preschool too? Wasn't she there? That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I went to your birthday party when you turned five or four. I don't remember. Did you ever? Did you remember getting? Did you have fun? I did. I well, I used to. <laughs> I used to buy. You know, when I go to birthday parties at that age, I remember what I bought everybody because it was something I wanted. I bought everybody a gumball machine because I wanted that, and I never, I never got it. But I would buy somebody. Do you remember having a gumball machine, Gary? A I do remember having a gumball machine. Yes! That made me, I made never, it from you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You never got one for yourself? No, I never got the gumball machine. Oh, I, wow, see, man. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Wow. I had it for a long time, too. It was great. If that makes you feel any better, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> that does make me feel a lot better, Gary. A lot better. Um, and So, yeah, Gary and I have a lot in common. Yeah. Uh, we both good. we both came from radio. Uh, we, we both went to preschool in Tacoma we went to stadium together um yeah we both married our high school sweethearts not the same lady right, um, right. but you know well in uh, what I was going to say to you Gary being you know me being a, a radio from a radio background um your wife must be so supportive because yeah you know to, to get for for you to get where you have gotten just staying in Seattle I mean that had to be tough man um, because for the listeners who don't know, uh, the song, you know, the WKRP, you know, you get 
tired of packing and unpacking town to town, up and down the dial. That's radio, man. Like you would have to move around all the time. And Gary has been able to do what he's done staying in Seattle. He's living on the air in Seattle, man. Yeah, living on the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. You remember that show, yeah. Gary? I'm sure you do. You know, oh, absolutely. From Channel 11, you know, that right. syndication. So where did, where did the, yeah. the, the love of baseball, where did that come from for you, Gary? I've had that forever, too. I mean, it was I loved playing as a kid. I, I just loved playing. I played as much as possible. I mean, those summers, I would play in like three different teams and just play as much as possible. I just loved the game. And I fell in love with radio broadcasting pretty early, too. And, I mean, that was all Dave Niehaus. Yeah. I remember as a little kid just sitting in my room when I was supposed to be asleep and listening to <laughs> my little clock radio, just listening to games. And and I, I fell in love with baseball. I fell in love with radio. And it really wasn't until years later. I just didn't realize how lucky we all were uh, with Dave and Rick, with the Mariners mm-hmm. and with Kevin Calabro and Bob Blackburn before that with the Sonics and right. Bob Robertson and Bob Rondo and mm-hmm. Pete Gross yeah. and then Steve Rabel. I mean, it, we were rich with amazing broadcasters. And I didn't, I mean, I grew up here. I didn't know any better. It wasn't until I started moving around and listening to other places. Uh, I just didn't realize the wealth of talent and how lucky we were. And, you know, I just, I just fell in love with baseball and fell in love with radio. And that's, that's, what I've always wanted to do, although I, I kind of I quit before I really even started, which is kind of funny. Huh? You quit radio? Well, or baseball? So <laughs> no, it, I, uh, quitting baseball was happening because there was only a certain. <laughs> I was only going so far. Right. That was obvious early. Well, that's because you were blocked by Jeremy Acri at first base, probably. Yeah, the, I know. <laughs> I know. Acri. You know, he sold me. We had. The first base before him was from University Place, mm-hmm. and after he was going to graduate, he felt like I should own a piece of University Place as well. So he sold me a tree in his yard for a penny. <laughs> so, so three of us in a row, you know, had property in University Place. I, I'm pretty sure that still stands. I think I I still have ownership of that tree. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, it was it was funny after. I was, I've always been eyes wide open on this thing. Like it's been the dream, but I never really thought it was realistic. So in fact, after high school, I was like, well, now it's, it's my dream, but it's, I going to have to do something else. Mm. So I was going to school in Boston, just outside of Boston, studying psychology. And that's the path I was going to go down. And I remember this clear as day. It was the winter. It was just snow, just one of those just horrible East Coast storms. And I remember being in the library and looking outside at the snow and just thinking to myself, you know, it's a really stupid thing to not chase a dream just because it's not, uh, just because it's not the practical thing to do. So I decided there I'd transfer and uh, I went to Washington State and I, I gave it a shot from there. And nice. I'm glad I did. It, it turned out pretty well, I think. Yeah. So was that the uh, Edward R. Murrow School of uh, Communications yeah. there in broadcasting? Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, I remember my first day on campus. I walked into their little uh, school, uh, there's a little sports club, and the school was great because they let us call all the games. You know, they give us our own little spot, and we call the football games and basketball games and volleyball and everything else. And, I mean, you know how this business is. You, you can't get a job without experience, and you can't get experience 
without the job. I mean, right. and that that's how I started is, I mean, cause especially in sports, everyone is terrible to start oh, and yeah. there's just mm. no way to get better without practice. And that's, that's how I got my practice. So speaking of WSU, um, you know, I've heard a couple of times uh, you back and forth on the radio when you're, when you're talking with, with your broadcast partners and um, you know, my, Sometimes it gets my hackles up when I hear um, Golds, Gold, uh, Goldie, uh, Goldsmith, uh-huh. Aaron Goldsmith, you know, kind of giving you crap about uh, going to WSU, you know, and I'm like, hey, man, knock it off. Lay off a Gary, man. I'm sure it's all in good fun. But does I mean, the people who don't go there don't get it right. I mean, they, it's, I think that's right. It's a thing. I mean, my daughter is like totally into into it. I think she's she's, you know you know, probably 90% going to go to WSU and I'm excited for her because, you know, the Cougs that I know love WSU and then everybody else almost seems jealous (laughs) of Of the whole, of the, of the culture, you know, like if you're, you know, if you've spent time in Pullman, um, you know, I have a friend that went there for a year and a couple of friends that went there for a year and then they moved schools or had to drop out or whatever. And they still love WSU. Yeah. Um, can you, uh, can you corroborate that? I mean, is it? Is oh it, yeah, it's a lifestyle, I, I'm isn't it? Totally. I mean, with it. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. I loved it, and I lived with some of my best friends at the time too there, which was great. But I mean, there's nothing like it. It's just small town. It's small community. It's really just students. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone who live. I mean, you live close to campus, and everyone living close to campus is all students, and it's just all you all the time, and it's. It's great. I mean, it's a hard thing to describe. Right. It's just so different than than Washington, for example, where it's such a big city and there's so much else going on. And right. you just there's a bond and a connection when you live in Pullman and you become a Coug. And it, culture is the right word. Yeah. And it's a hard thing to describe, but it is very real. Yeah. And, and me being, you know, a guy who, who, you know, went to community college for a year and a half and then, you know, got a job in radio, I you know, all want to live vicariously through my child, of course, when it comes to that. And so when she talked about wanting to go to WSU, I was like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, okay, let's do that. Cause I, I think that, you know, to have a vested interest in a school like that to root for, yeah, it seems really cool. And I know that's probably sounds yeah. selfish, but I don't you care. have to go to dad's weekend because that is <laughs> like the single greatest weekend there is. So make I, sure that happens every I've, year. I've heard, I got one of my buddies whose daughter went there for a year and then transferred to to a fashion school he was like all right let me know when we're going to dad's weekend i go i go i, I said we what is this we he's like oh yeah i'm going with you yeah it's the best <laughs> i mean i hear stories on the air on from 710 from jim moore and he talks about dad's weekend and all that well, what's what's the appeal what, what do they do <clears throat> i don't you tell us tell us gary yeah, like what is, well, what's going on i'm curious now like well what happens at I, dad's weekend it, it's a wild weekend uh <laughs> some dads really get after you just just be careful. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like this is something that I need to go check out. He's not even going into yeah. D. He don't even want to talk about the yeah. details of it like that. I mean, not going to sell some, out his cook dads. Some dads kind of, they, you know, they turn back the hands of time. They think, right. you know, it's 20 years ago and one thing leads to another. Right. And, I was like, you know, they're face first in the snow. Nice. So, you know, like jello, you shots, that jello shots and beer bongs. And yeah, that sort of thing. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's I got right. it. I got it. So how how was the career progression then? Like, so you're in school, and uh, 
you do you do you do play by play? Did you do that first before being producer engineer, or, or does it work backwards? Or how does that all work? Yeah, no, play by play has always been. I mean, that's always been the goal. That's been the passion of what I love to do the most. So after school, uh, it, it's funny because I've. It, it's funny that I've stayed here the whole time. I've had uh, a lot of offers. I guess a lot of uh, several offers to leave, go other places, and some have been really good, but there's always been reasons to stay. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like right out of school. It's funny. I, my last semester in college, I got an offer from a minor league baseball team and it was, it was February of my final semester. And they they offered me the job and I'm like, sweet, I'm going right into play by play. And they said, yeah, we want you to start right away. I'm like, great. Once I graduate, I will be there. They're like, no, we want you to start right away. I'm like, oh, right. So the choice was, yeah, the choice was to graduate or start, you know, start play by play. And it it was really torn because at that point I was done with college. It was great. I loved it. But man, I just wanted to get my degrees and be over. Yeah. And senioritis and all that. Right. You know, yeah, that was it. And I I didn't want to go back later and do it. So, you know, that was the first time I turned down a job to stay. And so I graduated and I moved over here and it was just really climbing the ladder. I was doing some sales stuff and some really small play-by-play to start, you know, the Evergreen State College doing their basketball games and doing some University of Washington baseball. And that's where it started. Evergreen had a basketball team? Yeah, and when I did them, they were really good. Really? They actually, yes, they went to the national tournament, and it was it was pretty cool. great. Wow. I mean, yeah, they had some some did, big local names that ended up there and had a couple of nice years. Did so they play like you Humboldt State or something like that? I mean, like who, who else would, would they play? I mean, it seems like they would be like like Division Seven C or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's NAIA, so they play like Oregon Tech. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Northwest in Kirkland is mm-hmm. in their league. You know, schools like that. A bunch of schools, smaller schools in Oregon, Warner <laughs> Pacific, things like that. Funny you say Northwest. My daughter had a friend, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it's going Northwestern for baseball." Like, wow, Northwestern. <laughs> she's like, "No, actually, that's Northwest. It's in Kirk." Okay, yeah, yeah, it's a different, slightly different, <laughs> a little different, slightly yeah, different, different levels. Different. Yeah, yeah, they'll kick. They'll kick for them. Well, they will kick Evergreen's ass. So, so it was almost like you got drafted out of high school at that point, and you're like, you decided to to, to stay in college instead of going to the minor leagues. Would you say? Yeah. Would you say that's probably was a was a was a good idea? You would say. Uh. I think. I mean, for me, it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it worked out for me. I, I wonder sometimes if I would have. I assume if I would have taken the minor league path right away, that my. I mean, it would have developed totally differently. Sure. Like I would have been in the minor leagues and bounced around. And who knows? Right. I mean, maybe I'd be in the big leagues now, or maybe I'd be in my 14th year, yeah. you know, with, at some double A. I to lead the money. No hack, That's right. Hack I mean, sack. Hack and yeah. sack bulls. Hack and sack. <laughs> From Brewster's yeah. Million. Brewster's Million. Hack and sack bulls. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I'm assuming, uh, Gary, that you like all the baseball movies too. So you probably you probably get the the Brewster's Million reference there with the yeah, Hack and Sack. Absolutely. That's the greatest yeah. baseball movie of all time, Brewster's Million. It's keep those cool. references coming. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, it's a pretty good one. Probably not the first one that people would say, but it's my it's my, my greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. So. Um, so in Seattle, uh, you ended up, you know, 
doing all these different things and, and working your way up. I mean, so are we talking like you're spending like 15 years doing local play by play, whatever you can do to try to, you know, get on somewhere. I mean, was it, was it that long of a slog before you got, you know, in with the, with the Mariners? So it, it's funny how it developed before that I got my first break, I guess. Uh, David Locke was the one that actually helped me out the most who, was on KJR at the time, and now he's he's the voice of the Utah Jazz. Some people may know he was around doing sports here for a long time. Yeah, I remember. I but remember. he was, yeah, he was doing. He was the voice of the Storm for a long time. Okay. And then when the Sonics decided to end their simulcast for good reasons, simulcasts are really tricky. Yeah, so they hard. decided to split it up, and Calabro went to TV. So Locke became the radio guy. So they hired a Storm guy, and I applied for it. I didn't get it. They gave it to Alan Horton, who ended up the Timberwolves guy. But Locke brought me in because he liked, I'm a local guy. He liked my stuff. He thought I did good work. And it's funny how this worked. He's like, man, I, I really like your stuff. I wish we could find a spot for you on the Sonics. And at this point, I had been out of school for a couple of years. And uh, so I don't know if this was exactly legal, but what ended up happening is I took an online web course from some school somewhere uh-huh. to get me an internship to work on the broadcast. So I was a quote-unquote intern for, and I guess this, since the Sonics aren't around anymore, and no one can get in trouble for this, right. but I was an intern, and I was an intern for the first few weeks of the season, and they liked what I was doing, and they put me on the payroll. And then the next season, when Alan took the job as uh, Minnesota Timberwolves play-by-play guy, I was doing pre-post for the Sonics. Nice. Which was, you know, I'm at that point, it's, you know, I'm in my mid-20s. You know, this is great because, you know, play-by-play was always my thing. I did a lot of hoops. And for the NBA at the time, they always hired from, for whatever reason, pre-post. So Hmm. I felt like I was in a really good spot and was... Yeah, I was thrilled until I said the words, see you next year, and there was no next year. Oh, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah. I, uh, I, there was a similar story for me with the Sonics, you know, like they, uh, when the, the one guy who was the, um, uh, the, the in stadium announcer guy, when he left, uh, there was, they were doing a search. This is when I was on the air, and, and I ended up, um, Gracie? Is that who it was? Yeah, it was before Gracie. It was before Gracie. Gracie was there, then he left, and then he ended up coming back. He ended up coming back. He ended up getting the job that I applied for. So great when Gracie Ah. came back. And I I met him. He was he Gracie was a great guy. But um you know, and then it was not long after that the they ended up moving to, you know, to Oklahoma City. And I'm like, I'm actually glad that that worked out the way it did. You know? one of those things where you actually win by losing you know yeah Yeah, because it was i mean it was a double gut punch i mean first of all the sonics left and i was a sonics fan growing up and but to be in that position and just have the rug pulled out it was really really tough to take but that's what at that point they were in the same building with the mariners broadcast at bonneville and that's what led to the next season i did a couple of weekends of fill-in pre-post for the mariners Mm -hmm. and that's really what started my 
climbing the ladder there. It started with filling pre-posts, and one thing led to another, and I started filling in really everywhere. Mm. So Every ending's a new beginning, right? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, like, I mean, fortunately. And when yeah. you're in radio and you're hungry and you're trying to do, you know, trying to move your way up, like, your job is yes. Like, hey, Gary, can you, yes. Hey, can yeah. you, yes. Uh, will you, uh, no. yeah. Will you work, uh, you know, Christmas overnights? I will. I'm on it. Yeah. 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 And, and that's, I mean, I had years. That, that's exactly what happened. Because through this whole radio thing while I'm doing play-by-play and doing everything else, like, I'm holding a full-time job, too. So it's, I mean, I had full calendar years where I never had a day off Oof. trying to make this happen. And it, uh, and it was really that. I would say yes to everything. Right. And that's kind of led me to my role now because I do some of everything. And part of the reason why I can do that is because I... I've done everything on the right. way here, so right. I guess it worked out in that way. So, how many uh, how many baseball teams are there? Is there thirty, thirty two? Was that uh, yeah, 30. 30, 30 major league baseball teams, and Gary Hill yeah. Jr. is one of thirty guys who gets to do the job that he does. Um, and Very cool. you know, being a a local, uh, not even just local, but a Tacoma boy, man. You know, we're, we're me. I'm real proud of you, man, and I'm I'm glad that you uh, you you've gotten as far as you have because. It's cool, man. It's cool to see local guy rewarded for that, you know. <clears throat> and oh, thanks, I appreciate that. It's not you to say, especially well, from you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I, I, I'm, I'm nobody, Gary. I'm just, I'm just a guy behind <laughs> the mic. Um, but uh, you know, the, 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 the fact that you do do everything, you know, you fill in for, or you take, you fill, o- turn. What's the word? Uh, you take over for a guy in Kevin, Kevin Kremen, who never. You hardly ever heard him unless it was the Sunday magazine or whatever with his with yes, his with his right. road, road eats or whatever. So he never talked. But now Gary, in case, you know, when Goldsmith goes to do his um, you know his his Saturday national games on Fox or whatever, mm-hmm. Gary steps in and he's you know play by play guy with Rick Riz. So I mean, like you, you, they say you make your own luck, Gary, and 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 you by you saying yes to everything. There you are in the right place, the right time, with the right amount of skills, and you know it's just it's admirable, man. It's really it really is. I appreciate you know yeah, the, the hard the work. Per- I don't know what the percentages are. There's there's the hard work, luck, right place, right time. It right. feels like a lot of luck for me, but I mean I I don't know what the how the percentages split, but there's there's definitely pieces of all of that in there. So what's the um, what's what's the uh, what's the end goal? Like if you stayed here for till you retired, is that is that is that your dream? I mean, is that is it still your dream job? You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd love I'd love to be full time play by play at some point too. I mean, that's obviously not realistic now, but you know, hopefully you got time on the road. Time is on your side. You know, I think that, uh, my, my opinion is that, uh, Goldsmith, you know, whether he wants to or not, they're going to, somebody's going to throw him a national job. He's just got the right hair for it. So um, he definitely has the hair for it. He's really, he's, Really good and really talented too. He's, yeah, I'll uh, I'll take your word for that. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, uh, but most of that is be probably because I'm I'm a Gary Hill fan, and when <laughs> when when they, he got the job over you, I wasn't too happy about that. But that's uh, that's a whole another story. Uh, and I, I actually, you know, I don't I'm not gonna I don't want to dump on Goldsmith because he is he, everybody seems to love him. Um, but when you travel with a guy like that, does 
does he use that voice when he orders food, or is that his real voice, or is yeah? I mean, no, that's his, <laughs> that's it. That's him all the time. I'll have the steak and lobster, and uh, you know, uh, put a side of hair gel on that. Oh, here I said, I'm not going to dump on him. Steak and lobster. That's that's right. No, I <laughs> feel like whenever we eat out, we eat together quite a bit. I'm sure. I feel like. Uh, Everyone hears our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone hears what we're talking about. <laughs> As he's booming Project. to the restaurant. Project. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh. Right. So, thank you for that. So, so what, was, what was the uh, your favorite Mariners team of all time? What, what, which, which one? What was the team that you loved? Oh, that's a great question. Wow. Uh, it's the easy, so, the easy answer is 95, right? But then... It's, you know. <laughs> it, it's the easy answer, and that's right in my wheelhouse, too. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, 95, I was I was such a big fan at that point. God, and we all... Was that the strike season? Yeah. No. The, and, no. Was that the strike season? That, well, no, that was the... No. Yeah, it was the 94 season before, was the 94, season. yeah. Okay. yeah. And just everything going circling around the Mariners before that, you know, the, all the Tampa Bay rumors, everything like that, the stadium. There are so many issues right. with the years leading up to that, and... I loved Edgar Martinez. I loved Ken Griffey Jr. I mean, there's so much to love about those teams. But, yeah. And just the the craziness that that year was was amazing. And that Yankee series still, I think, goes down as one of the best division series ever. Uh, I, so, I kick myself for not going being at that game. Uh, it's, you know, the, the, the play-in game that got him in, too. Um, yeah. Some of my friends were there. I think Acre was there. And, you know... Um, of course he was. Of course, and then like they got on the field at one point, and like one of my friends like grabbed a handful of dirt from the from the mound or from first base or from oh, the, really? you know, the the warning. That's track. amazing. And uh, he's probably still has it. You know, I think it was Jason we talked to last oh, yeah? last, last podcast episode. But uh, well, why weren't you there? Had to go meet a girl or something? Is it Goodwill Hunting or something like that, man? Uh, I think it was, I th- <laughs> <laughs> had to go meet a girl. <laughs> yeah, she's called my wife now. Actually, uh, that's what happened yeah. on Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, yeah bro. No, I actually think I was living in bellingham at the time so uh, i it was and i was i was working and it just didn't it didn't quite work out for for me uh but i like you know live vicariously through other people but yeah i remember going to so many of those games in the kingdom and uh you know when the, i remember those times when we actually outnumbered the the uh the canadians with when toronto would come in and, that, and they were still good i mean they were really good they were coming off you know world series wins and here we yeah. were still outdrawing them and that's for people who go to mariners games now versus toronto it's unfathomable yeah um, One of my favorite, uh, so I used to get seats with uh, Paul Moore. We got tickets together. We'd get oh, like yeah, a 20 Paul. game pack. I haven't seen him yeah. in a long time. And uh, I remember going to one game, I think it was that year, and uh, ESPN was doing the game, and cameras were in our seats. We, were, we had like center field seats, and so there was a camera where we were supposed to be sitting. So they moved us behind home plate like 10 rows back. And it was a game that Randy was pitching. And he struck out 14 guys. And I remember sitting there like, this is unbelievable. How can anyone hit any of this? <laughs> Just the sliders and the fastballs. It was, it was absurd. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite memories. A guy that tall on a mound yeah. throwing, mm-hmm. you know, 99 miles an hour. And then that Mr. Snappy slider. I mean, yeah. What? It's, it's unfair. I don't know how anyone yeah. put that in play at all. I know, I, mean, I know. And, and, oh, yeah. Oh, man. I, that was, uh, those were fun times. Um, so that brings me to, to my next uh, point. And, you know, we're, we're on the cusp of the World Series here. Um, 
you know, when this, by the time this gets out, which might be, you know, a couple of days, we're probably looking at, uh, you know, Astros nationals just because right now it's three, one, um, uh, Astros are up on the Yankees and I don't, don't see the Yankees overcoming that, but here we will be the Mariners, the only team who has never been to the world series. Um, how does that make you feel, man? I mean, are you happy about that? I mean, because now all the attention will be on us, because that's kind of how I justify it. Or does it make you sad? Or like, how do how do you how do you feel? Talk about well, your feelings, Gary. Uh, so uh, there's some sadness there. Yeah. Yeah. No, what I I I would prefer that they not be the only team not to <laughs> right. That would have been that would have been pretty great. Yeah. I mean, part of it, you know. Some of these teams have been around forever, so the comparison. I mean, there's been teams that have gone 80 years without going to the playoffs. Right. So uh, you know. Right, but then there's a national. There's the Rockies and the in the in the Marlins. Yeah, like, so it's not exactly apples to apples, but you know, it's true. They're right. the only team that hasn't been there. So right. I, I guess I I hold out hope that oh, at some point in the near future that the Mariners get there because I still. I mean, you've been around too. Those early 2000 teams. I mean this. This town, when the Mariners are rolling, it is it is so great. It, it is so much fun. Really is. And just to have a, a run like that, a World Series run like that, I think would be amazing. Yeah, it would be so great. Yeah, and I, I mean, I remember when when Safeco, you know, now T-Mobile first opened. Um, you know, my wife and I were both working in radio. She was working at Cairo, and like we would, they would have extra tickets at the end of the day. We were obviously, you know, broke because we're early, you know, mid twenties and I'm, you know, working overnights in Seattle uh, radio, but we would go to those games and it was just electric. It was just, it was an experience like no other. I mean, you know, you would, you would talk about it. Like people talk about the Seahawks now, you know, it's blue Friday or whatever and go Hawks. It was like Mariners, Mariners, Mariners. The people who, you know, some of the younger folks, you, you can't, you, you you know it's 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 not something that you can even understand. Yeah, I remember coming out here during that time. The uh-huh. Mariners were the ticket. The Seahawks yeah. were like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But the Mariners there, yeah, that was everything. <laughs> right, when came out here. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I just like you say, Gary, I want to get back to that so bad. Um, and I want to get back to that before you know the national love of baseball wanes because it feels to me um you know if you look at ratings and you in twitter and you talk to people who who are sports fans it's just it's all about football 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 and it kind of makes me sad man i mean i i love baseball baseball to me is like you know it's slow you know it can it can change on a dime then it can be fast and it's almost every day you have a sucky game you know you can't wait to to see the next game to see who wins if you can you know turn that around and if you win oh let's go again tomorrow and see if we can win yeah. i mean obviously you have that love for baseball it's too be- yeah i think baseball's the best i, I love it too. for for all of those reasons i love the marathon yeah and then you get the playoffs there's nothing better to me than playoff baseball oh man and Just I, you the know tension and the stories, the whole thing is and and great. So even though you know Astros are our division rival, I I, I just cannot root for the Yankees. Just can't do it. And maybe oh, it's maybe no. it's because of the '90s or whatever. But I just can't it's do the it. Yankees no. too. Well, yeah, Evil uh, Empire, right, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Damn Yankees. Yeah, the rule of thumb is to yeah, you root for anyone else outside of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was trying to explain yeah. that to somebody. They're like, yeah, but, but, but Houston kicks our ass every year. I'm like, I don't care. You know? I yeah. mean, the Yankees are the Yankees, man. Forget them. 
it's not really what I said, but I'm, I'm cleansing the podcast <laughs> for, for, our, for our, you know, for, for some of the other, for hopefully what will be our new listeners. Because I think Gary Hill Jr. is going to be a draw for the podcast. Right. Yeah, that's me. Well, Huge draw. Yeah. I'll put it on the stadium high school alumni page on Facebook. Oh, and, nice. And the people are like, oh, yeah, oh, Gary, I remember you. You got a good example. Y'all went to preschool at a church, for crying out loud. Yeah, right, man. So yeah. your foundation is no filth, foreign filthy. <laughs> We can't have all of that, man. Uh, Remember your roots. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I was, I'm hope, was hoping to get at least an F bomb out of here. <laughs> nah. Uh, not yet. Not he's yet. conditioned, man. He's conditioned. He, yeah. he, he's a, he is a professional. Yeah. Um, one thing that I had a question for, uh, a question about w- w- with, with your dream job, and one thing that I, I don't know if I could handle it, man, is the travel. Like, Ooh. how is that? I mean, good Lord. So it is a grind, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, because, you know, once spring training starts, we are at this every day. I yeah. mean, we we get random off days during the season. They're called off days, but for the most part, those are travel days. I mean, right. the fact, we get maybe four or five home off days through the season. Sometimes Aaron and I will stay back and travel the next day just to get an extra day with the family. Mm-hmm. But that... That is the tricky part. I mean, you know, they, we travel as well as you possibly can. The, the charter flights and the mm-hmm. hotels are great. I mean, all that stuff is great. But, man, when you're on, you know, a four-city, 13-day trip, I mean, it is zombie land by the end of that thing. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know what day it is. You don't know where you are. Just living out of your suitcase. You know, the job is great, but that is the most difficult part. For sure, no doubt. Do you guys ever get at each other's throats, you know, like, you know, you and Blowers or, you know, Sims or whatever, because you guys all travel together, you know, does just Shannon just get totally sick of you guys or what, you know, when you're all traveling together? I mean, yes, usually, I mean, that happens because it's, it's not only that we're together all the time, we're in like this, you know, if you go to the, our radio booth in Seattle is not representative of what the other radio booths. Yeah, in I've been in there. It's the American nice. League and National. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. It's fairly spacious, but I mean, some of these places we're like in a phone booth. We are like <laughs> side by side, touching for hours and hours and hours every single day in the summer, traveling together, humid and playing. like your sibling. That's like yeah. your little kids. Yeah. Your sibling in the car. Yeah. Eight of you in the it, back it, seat. What not? You know? Yeah, yeah planes together, buses together, hotels together. I mean seeing each other every day Ugh. so yeah it it gets but with this current group it, it's fine like we never have there's never a fist fight or anything which <laughs> is too bad that would wow. be great but yeah. never, my, my uh, money my money is on gary because he's from tacoma all right well, from tacoma yeah <laughs> you know. i can handle myself yes right. yeah, i grew to, up on the main street that's right he went to stadium hey uh you did, we didn't uh we didn't go to elementary or middle school together did you end up were you at mason no, how did that happen i don't know uh, yeah i went to mason and yeah. jefferson yeah, because see, you were on the north. You were on the north end. I was on the south end. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I lived uh, just a little bit on the south. I went to Jason Lee and uh, and Stadium, obviously. Oh yeah, Grant okay. And Jason Lee, but um, Gary, I don't want to keep you too much longer because uh, our podcast is, you know, it's only so long. Uh, I feel like I could talk to you for hours about this, man. Um, I really appreciate you coming on today. Uh, one last question: Are they taking care of you enough? Where now you don't have to like you're not working a- another job? I mean. Are you getting some time off with the family? Because I'm, I'm sure you're busy. You're keeping yourself busy, but, you know. Yeah, so I, I do some hoops in the winter, but no, this is, 
this is the job, which uh, is great. Awesome. And October is awesome because, you know, it's hard, especially uh, during when school crosses over with the season, because I have two kids and they're in school. Mm-hmm. And so just to see them, I, I wake up early, I drive them to school, and that's basically when I see them because, you know, I, I go to work and and they come home and I'm already at the ballpark and right. I come home late. So that, that part is tricky, but when it comes to October, we get to kind of reconnect again and awesome. spend time together. So the off season is, is really great. And that's where the, the, it kind of turns around from the, the grind is so hard during the season, but the off season makes it worth it. In that regard. Balance. So, yeah, cool. Fun well, times. Yeah. You know, as somebody who, who spent a lot of time myself, uh, driving my, my kid to school, um, I don't, didn't have the other end of it where I was gone, but you know, that, that time is so valuable, man. And, 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 you know, you're good for you for getting up and doing that. And, and, you know, I know your kids are pretty young, aren't they? I mean, you're, they're not, they're still in elementary or in some in middle school. No, so 12 and nine okay. now, which, well, it's getting up there now. Hard for me to believe, but it's <laughs> happening. <laughs> well, my daughter is uh, 16 now, and she drives herself everywhere. And it's wow. Yeah, I know, man. It's it, and and so cherish these moments. I'm sure they they will cherish it. I know that you know, and they'll understand that you, you know, your daddy's doing this job that only you know 29 other people have in the world. And the fact that you're able to carve out time in the off season, um, you know, it's it good on you, man, because you know. They, as you know, it goes by really fast. I mean, Casey's kids. Yeah. Casey's kids are out of college by now, aren't they? I mean, yeah. There's nobody at home. Yeah, they're adults on their own. Yeah, he, yeah, he's gonna hang out day. with his wife all day. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do that pretty soon. <laughs> it's okay. Our, our wives don't listen to this podcast. It's no, but uh, Gary, thanks again, man, for coming on the show. Um, I, like I said, man. Uh, I'm really proud of you. Uh, I think that that you know you do a great job. Oh, and uh, not to mention the first year you were doing it, everybody got injured, and you were doing it by yourself for two weeks. Oh, Remember? I mean, yeah, about that, I know. Right? <laughs> we can't even. That, that was that was amazing. It was uh, the best basketball game for my career. It was it was amazing. Surgeries, <laughs> major surgeries, all the way around, except oh, for me. I was so the the, the other broad, the broadcast crew, uh, Rick Riz and uh, Dave Smith or Dave Dave Smith, uh, Dave Sims. They had like a pickup ba- basketball. Were you? In that basketball I was gonna game say too? I didn't know yeah. I didn't know the job had a lot of injuries that come along no, so, with broadcasting, no. man. So, they, so it was it was just this, it was a random collection of people. So Scott Service was in it, and your oh. Martinez was in it, and wow. like the strength coach and the broadcasters and our Jack Mossman, a traveling secretary, was in it, and it is just just a random collection of people. And yeah, we started playing full court. That lasted for thirty seconds. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, we were huffing and puffing. Yeah. And I went to half court after that. But, you know, there's all of a sudden, you know, like Sims goes up for a jumper and just grabs his leg and goes down like a heap. Who hit me? Who hit me? And we're like, uh, uh, no one. No oh. one hit you. Oh, yeah, just man. tore his Achilles. Oh. And, and Rick, yeah, Rick tore the bicep off the bone. Oh in that game and the very last play of the game edgar's going to the basket and scores and he goes down and grabs his knee and i'm like oh no (laughs) my goodness we are all gonna get fired edgar martinez (laughs) hurt 
<laughs> but that game is also the athletic highlight of my career. Yeah. So Edgar was, yeah. Edgar was guarding me at the top of the key. Oh, nice. And I'm dribbling, and I'm like, Edgar Martinez is standing cross, in front of me. You crossed like that fool over, ball. didn't you? Yeah. So I cross him over. I take him left, go to the basket. I score, and he looks at me and goes, I'm going to have to take away your left hand. And I was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Respected Edgar your game. Martinez. Yeah. I thought that Gary was going to say, I fucked around and got a triple double. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. Well, he's got me. Th- I've been actually thinking about playing ball in the league again, but just hearing that right yeah. now, uh, I don't know, man. Can we just play to the top of the key? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> a little three on three. Yeah, that's, that'd be better. Yeah, I mean, we were yeah. playing half court, and they still went down. Oh, my <laughs> One for short, Sims missed like two months, and, and yeah. Rick missed a trip, so all of a sudden... I'm doing like 90 games. Yeah, wow. all of a sudden it's the it's the Gary Hill show to open the season on the road too. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I know. Anyway, I what, know what a trooper, man! Oh, what a trooper! And, and I'm sure that really helped to steal your, uh, you know, your your gird your loins and and you know get break, get bust a chop or you know whatever, get your chops on on play by play, you know, trial by fire, man. So I tell you, I listened to a lot of that, and 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 you were you were great. So and and, and I try to catch anytime I can catch gary hill on the radio i i definitely listen man so cool well thanks i appreciate it and if uh i'll try and i tried this year to get some basketball going but no one else wanted to <laughs> <laughs> i'll give you guys a call if we get something going yeah, yeah you should, yeah. You should. We're, we're we're not uh we're not in the uh you know 50 and 60 year old like those guys were so uh you know we'll uh we'll, we'll only uh you know tweak a hammy not yeah. <laughs> we won't pop up right we, we can walk that up <laughs> who hit me who, which which one of y'all hit me man i know who hit me and we're looking around at each other like there wasn't anyone within five feet no one touched you oh that's great i that's mean achilles great. oh that's the oh, worst that- i felt so bad for him. Ouch. I just just talking about that hurts, man. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for sharing your stories. Anytime. Casey, you got anything else for, for, uh, for Gary? No, no. Great meeting. Great, great stories, man. And uh, yeah, I'm glad the passion that you talked about, you know, of doing it and grinding, you know, at the job and sticking with it. Um, that's that's something that I probably needed to hear today. So, <laughs> yeah. so, 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 you, so I appreciate you share, sharing all of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, how about a how about a Twitter handle or something? Let's plug something that Gary's doing so we can. Uh, oh, okay. You know. At Gary Hill Jr. Okay. Is my Twitter. There I'm on go. Instagram too. I think it's the same thing. Okay. Gary All Hill right. Jr. All right. I should probably know that offhand, but yeah. I guess I don't. Uh, well, I don't know. Do you do you, you don't look at your own profile on Twitter, do you? I mean, self promotion is not. I'm terrible at self promotion. Yeah, yeah. So that's yes. We all, we all are. We all are. Well, hey man, say hey to Mary for us. Uh, appreciate I will. appreciate you coming on. Um, again. Congratulations on all, all your success, man, and, and uh, I'll, I'll probably see you next year, next uh, next baseball season when, you know, because my wife is a big shot and she gets Diamond Club tickets and sometimes we get to go up to the booth and say hi to, to Gary. Cool. So, I always love cool. seeing you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah man, me too. Me too. All right, Gary. Thanks, man. Talk to right, you later. Take it easy. Well, there he was, man. Uh, you know, having Gary Hill on. That was cool, man. I, I like that. I Very like cool. That. Very cool. I don't know too many um, play-by-play announcers yeah. um, for major league teams. Matter of fact, um, Probably none. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, now you cool. do. Now you yep, do. That, that, that was cool to listen, listen to that. Tacoma's know? own, man, Gary Hill. And, you know, th- th- just his drive, you know, his his determination to do that. Um, I, I don't know, man. It seems... 
you, you, I guess it would take that kind of a uh, of an effort to 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 be able to get a job that only you know thirty people in the country have. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, that's elite level shit. You know, I mean, that's uh, that's some determination and some focus that. Uh, well, there's a little risk taking too to, for yeah, him to say I'm going to sure. move and I'm going to go for it, right? Because right. everybody's not going to do that, right? You know? Right. Not you know? very many people would ever do that. No, so yeah, no. yeah, good on him. Good yeah. on him. Uh, I used to think that that would have been a, a, a job for me, you know, a dream job. You know, I, I tried a little bit of that when I was working in Bellingham, a little play-by-play in color, but. I just I don't like traveling, man. I don't think I could do that. Yeah, <clears throat> I gotta give them big pr- mad props, as, yeah. as the kids used to say. As we when we were kids, we used to say uh, mad props. They because... probably say it again. I say everything that we used to say anyway. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably. But um, yeah, I, I I just yeah I don't think that's uh, not a lot of people have that uh, have that determination, you know. So good on him. Good on him. Yeah, him doing that stuff as a kid. I used to do silly stuff like that, too. Yeah. Like him making up games and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I used to do stuff like that. Um, I guess at some point at Wayne, yeah. you know, for him, the passion, obsession stayed there. Yeah. Though, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, like, if he's still thinking about it in college, you know, so... <laughs> he had some unfinished business you know you so, know yeah. it's funny i used to do stuff like that too like yeah. i used to record i used to have a, like the dual tape deck you know and mm-hmm. i used to record stuff off the radio or and i remember uh i wanted a, the teacher in fifth grade or whatever was like we want to bring in some music but it couldn't have any curse words right so mm-hmm. i tried to make an edit of a beastie boys you know of a beastie boys song mm-hmm. from one tape deck to the next uh where i'm recording it you know off the regular tape and it says you know something about a funky ass bass you know and i can remember it was with a funky and i, I would hit play and record hi bass <laughs> right. so like i would make the the yeah the censored yeah. version you know on right. the fly you know and so here and here i am editing yep. <laughs> all yep. day yep. It, was all, it was there man it was there yeah yeah it was there pause yeah. tapes man I think yeah. that's what we used to call them, pause tapes. Oh, the tapes. pause tapes? Yeah, yeah. When, when we're recording off of something. Yeah. Like, that's what my brother used to call them anyway, I think, pause tapes. Man. See, I never would, I never was smart enough to pause it and then unpause it and then say it. I was trying to always do it on oh, the Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah. I was trying to do it like analog mixing, like I, I was you, scratching, I you know, like I was <laughs> scratching the record. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Oh, and man. it took a lot of time, man. Oh, man. To do all so that. Much time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to, you had to have a, a couple, three hours under yeah, your belt, man, for do sure. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, so you got something to promote, man? You guys doing a show? Um, Depending on when you put this out, we got a show. That one's probably, probably what about <laughs> yeah. the Friday the 26th or whatever? Is it 25th, the 25th. Yeah, yeah, 25th, Coco Joe's costume party. A costume party? Yeah, as well. Halloween's really? going to be prizes. Like, really? things, I forgot, 100 bucks for the first for uh, best costume. Number one best costume. Nice. Yeah. nice. Seconds like fifty bucks, something like that. Something That's like down that. there in Algona or Pacific Algona. or whatever. Yeah, okay. Algona All out right. near your uh, near the outlets. Oh yeah, near yeah. the yeah near the Walmart down there. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. To me, I, I thought it was all Auburn. I didn't know Algona was its own. Yeah. Thing yeah. right there. Nobody it, does. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. But they take a little pride there. Yeah. yeah. yeah all four of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is funny, man. Yeah, but it's like, oh, I've never been to Auburn. This is Algona. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. What they told me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I thought I was good. in Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> but good hats off to them, though. Yeah. So that's what we're, that, that'll be next. And then uh, some other stuff after that. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, but, cool, yeah. man. Yeah. Cool. We'll come out and see the show, man. Come out and see the show down there. Uh, the, the, what's the production company called? The Last Laugh Productions? Last Laugh, Last yeah. Last Laugh Productions. Yeah, All right. Last we'll Laugh. Check it out on Facebook. Uh, again, thanks to Gary Hill Jr. for being on the show. Uh, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, 
and I can't say enough about Gary, you know, him, him being on here and, and, uh, you know, me being in radio, I know how cool that job is. So, you know, I'm, yeah, he's the hometown boy making us proud, making us very proud. good. Realize his name is Gary. And I'm just looking back now. I just missed out on some weird science references. <laughs> Jax, you know, Gary. <laughs> you told me you were watching you. <laughs> yeah. I missed that, man. Your son. Because I, I don't know a lot of Garys. I don't meet a lot of Garys, man. That was my shot, and I just missed it. Yeah, man. you blew it. Sorry, you sorry, Gary. Right. Now he'll listen. He'll he'll listen to the end. So now he'll be laughing. So he knows where it's science. I can tell. Yeah, well, I can tell if he's crossing over, crossing over. <laughs> if, he's, if he's if he's breaking ankles and stuff like that, then he he oh, watches yeah. where science. Oh yeah, well, it, it just goes together. We're yeah. at that age, man. Yeah, 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 yeah we're so. at that age. All right, well, I got to give a special shout out to uh, production assistants from Stevie Cripps at 660 Sound, Doug Medlock and Roberta Solomon for the production help. They're the ones who give that for those great voices in the beginning. And uh, thanks to Gary Hill Jr. And thanks to my co-host, Kaikuyu Mayu Calhoun. Thank you, Joey. Don't know your middle name, Pepin. Well, it's Joseph Anthony. Joseph Anthony. Joseph Anthony. It's a very good Catholic name. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Even though we went to Emmanuel Presbyterian preschool. <laughs> My grandma didn't like that very much. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, until next time, it's been the Old Dogs. New Tricks. Podcast. Be good to each other, y'all. Peace. <laughs>